0: Welcome to Planting the Seeds here on SAFM. A very good morning to you. My name is Asanda Madzaunyani, talking all things agriculture. Today we're talking to Musima Pale, who is a farmer based in the Western Cape Province in Philippi, and he is into organic farming. Uh, Musima, tell us about the Weinberg Organic Urban Farm. Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. so Weinberg Organic Urban Farm started in... Uh I started the farm with a friend in 2014 in uh, Weinberg, just off the main road. With uh, we rented a piece of land, 500 square meters of land, from Laser Properties. So the Leisure Properties gave us a two-year contract to uh, do whatever that we're interested in doing, which they were almost they were, they were impressed about, like the fact that we can use a space in a city that is almost abandoned and turn it into a, a food garden. And we, we, we did that from 2014, January, until uh, almost the end of the year, where the, we were told uh, at the time I was, I was alone and I was told to I had to move because the, the contract itself had, had a clause that said it would give you three months. It's a mobile contract. Three months, you, you move because we're going to build a, 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 a block of flats here. Always four, four blocks of flats, that piece of land. But then that sort of created wine vinegar organic farm, and uh, there the was a database of customers that we already supply. And we do organic farming, meaning that, you know, we're not using any ways synthetic fertilizers or pesticides. Yeah. Uh, and we supply the end user with uh, with the produce, meaning that the the produce comes from the farm and straight into uh, most of the time the chefs who cook in the boutique restaurants and. Uh, organic mm. loving food people,
0: foodies. So so where did you move to then after you were told that the property was going to be used for building uh, uh, flats? For
1: building yeah, you know, at the time I had made some nice connection with a, a farmer in in, in Philippines, in the Philippi culture area. He does uh, cattle and, and cows and uh I mean cattle and sheep and, and, and goats. And I was getting my Kral Menor. With calmenor, Kral is very instrumental in my practice. It's uh, the compost that contains good phosphates. And I, I got to know him, talk to him, tell him about my challenges, and he understood me very well. And proposed using his land. And after a few months, I was already moved into like 2015 uh, and, and in the beginning. Uh, I was moving in into the, the new piece of land, which is uh, about six hectares, and I was I moved into about a hectare of space, and I've, I've continued the practice there, and I never changed the name, so I still called the back Organic Garden Farm because it retains the story of where it belongs, where it started, and I'm in the in the hectare right now. I struggled for a few months without irrigation systems, and stuff like that, but got to stabilise. Now I have a navigation system, and I supply more shops. Uh, I supply more direct end-user, you know. Uh, yeah. So it has, yeah.
0: And what are you currently producing?
1: I'm currently producing spinach, carrots, beetroots, lettuce, uh, rockets and all those types of crops.
0: Would you say that uh, farming organic I- is much more difficult than using pesticides?
1: Yes, it is because uh, you you let the natural progression of of nature take. course, in a way, you you have to. For one, a monoculture system of maybe just growing cabbage in one piece of land would just you 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 know scientifically that you need this type of chemical to keep the pest away. But with organic farming, you have to intercrop and play with nature, try not to kill nature. Uh, and let nature help you as well. So that, that that creates a bit of a slower system of growing food, and it becomes more expensive as well. The products themselves are expensive and not really easily accessible. That's why some of them you must make up yourself as you go. So that's the one part that will make it challenging in, in the expense of it.
0: What other challenges have you come across uh, as a farmer in doing or in producing organic produce
1: uh, just a uh, general uh, understanding uh, from public uh, i don't want to say that i'm i'm secluded to, to selling to an elite market or or people who can afford to buy expensive because organic is expensive organic shouldn't be expensive in itself there, there should be a culture of uh, people understanding the type of food that they're eating and where it comes from and that should not make it expensive. sense they should know how to subsidize the movement of organic, which is anti-corporate and more like smallholder, anti-big corporate and more like smallholder and many type of systems that will make communities resorting to going back into the backyard and creating this food, therefore cutting off from, uh, from spa and pick and pay. And then that way, when it is community-based, it can be affordable. Mm. Yeah, what? that's the only challenge: the education around uh, organic and the taboo that it could be for expensive people.
0: What are your your future plans? What's next for you?
1: Uh, the next thing for me right now is to uh, buy a, buy land in Cape Town and uh, expand my business and my services to to and, and Limpopo. And uh, I've got my own of ancestral land in Liverpool i re- like to go back there and start uh, farming there and use the market that I've created here
0: Is that where, like you, that where you're from originally?
1: Yeah I'm, I'm from, yeah, from mm-hmm. Lipopo originally Yeah so that's my plans my plans my, my immediate plans right now is, is to buy six hectares of land in Cape Town which is the land that I'm on right now that I'm farming on because I've grown to love this land so much
0: Alright in closing uh, Musima what would you like to say about farming?
1: Uh, I'd like to say that farming is my love from the beginning, and in general, like I feel like people have a lot of ancestral lands where they come from, and most of those lands were left just not so long ago. People abandoned uh, pieces of land that probably you still have title deeds to, and that casa can 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 come back and this and it could be very. Uh, present in the in the life of young people who are in the state to afford or I'm, anything. i'm 31 and now i could probably afford a loan that will buy me a bond but instead i'd rather buy a piece of land and agriculture and and, and use agriculture as an industry to to just sort of elevate poverty in, in the country and uh, and make off of better people i mean farming as as a science on its own it's the first industry that we need for any other industry and that industry is to be taken care of. And I'm really proud to be in the middle of
0: that. Thank you for listening. That was Musima Pale, who is a farmer based in Philippi in the Western Cape. He does organic farming. Remember to tune in to our podcasts for previous uh, conversations that you may have missed here on Planting the Seeds. You can go to www.safm.co.za. From me, Asanda Matsaunyane and the Planting the Seeds team, it's been a pleasure and goodbye.